Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello to all of you incredible people. Welcome back. You are not going to believe what someone said to me the other day. And this was someone from my inner circle coaching group. She said, I wonder why you give Whole30 such a bad rap. What? (laughs) First of all, I never realized that I was so hard on Whole30, but apparently I am or I have been. And in today's episode, you're going to hear all about it. It is your lucky day, my friends. This episode is a sneak peek into a recent coaching call that we did inside my inner circle coaching group. We were wrapping up the call and a really awesome member named Diane, she was like, hey, I got one more question. Do we have time? I said, yeah, absolutely. Sure. What's up? She said, I wonder why you give Whole30 such a bad rap. It just seems like there are, are like a lot worse diets out there. And we're off to the races. <laughs> You're going to hear her compare her experience with Whole30 to her experience using my Live Life Loose Fat program, which is what we use inside the Inner Circle Coaching Program. And you're going to hear me explain exactly what Whole30 is and what it's truly meant for and what it's not good for. And then I eventually progress or regress or decline or something into a small rant about food additives, artificial coloring, and the diet industry. Now, speaking of the diet industry, it can drive a lot of people crazy. There's a good chance that you're seeing advertisements and marketing all over the place about the newest, coolest, greatest, most cutting-edge diet or weight loss supplement or weight loss tactic or something. There's even been some talk about it inside my coaching group. People are like, I'm sick of these commercials or I'm sick of this stuff on social media. So have you ever wished, like, man, I really, God, I would just love to have a diet and weight loss expert who would answer some questions for me honestly, and like they would really help me cut through all the confusion and crap that's being advertised out there. If you've ever thought that, if you like deep down want to know a realistic way to lose weight and not gain it back, if you want to know how to lose weight without constantly stressing about being just super meticulous and perfect with your food, and you want to know how to reduce your stress around food and the scales, if you want to know how to stop beating yourself up mentally all the time, then I highly recommend my free live class. It's coming up about one month from now on Thursday, April 14th. Yes, that is right. We are doing it again. We did this twice, uh, one time early January and one time late January, and the response was overwhelming. You guys loved it. I've had a lot of people contacting me, emailing, saying, hey, Corey, when are you going to do another one? Hey, I'd love for you to do another one. I missed the last one. So we are doing it. Mark it on your calendar, Thursday, April 14th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. I'm going to provide honest, straightforward input and help you not fall victim to all the snazzy marketing from the diet industry. Just go to everybodyhatesdiets.com and you can register there. Again, Thursday, April 14th, 8 p.m., everybodyhatesdiets.com. And you can also find that link in the show notes. So right now, look, I'm going to be here. This episode's going to be here. Go pause, pause this episode, 
go to everybodyhatesdiets.com and register and mark it on your calendar, April 14th. Okay. All right, you're back. Okay, good. Let's do it. Let's get to this episode. Here we go. Well, I have a question about um, Whole30. I just, I wonder why you give it such a bad rap. Well, I give it such a bad rap? Yeah. When did I, I give mean, it a bad I rap? Mean, well, I mean, it just seems like it's one that you don't like very much or something. Are you thinking about doing Whole30 if all this doesn't work out for you? Not, no, I've done Whole30. Okay. Um, I've done it. Um, and actually, um, while I was doing it, I felt amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, except um, I had do- I had done it like in a January, and uh, it was that. like just be- and it was just like uh, before the Super Bowl, and like my it the thirty day or actually it was probably day forty, whenever the Super Bowl party was. <laughs> And I kind of lost it, and, and because you know, you know how the premise is where you're supposed to like one at a time introduce these foods back in to see how your body reacts to them, right? Right. And so, of course, at the Super Bowl party, I just had way too many combinations of food that were not Whole Thirty approved, <laughs> and that was kind of the end of that. But. Except I think the premise of it, if you actually really could do it and go through and find out where the food that causes you problems are, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it could be good. So I don't know. I was just kind of wondering your thoughts on it a little bit. Yeah. So for Diane and for everyone, for anyone else interested, Whole30 is what, it, Whole30, I don't know if they intentionally marketed it like this or not, or if it just kind of got hijacked by the weight loss mob, I don't know. But Whole30 is a fancy name for what nutrition scientists and dietitians call an elimination diet. And what an elimination diet is, it's a diet. Notice that in the title, it's called diet. (laughs) It is an elimination diet. So one of the reasons I don't like Whole30 is because it, it is pure all or nothing. Okay. It is, Diane, could you imagine doing that for the rest of your life? Not, uh, not strictly. I mean, right. I mean, I did it for 30 days. No, 30 um, days, was, 30 it, days is, is a tiny, or tiny maybe part. Even, or maybe even, maybe even 40 days, but I just kind of ran off the rails whenever it came to the reintroduction process and, right. you know, didn't do that part. Right. 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 Um, I mean, I, I guess part of me kind of wonders would really be able to tell like if there was a trigger food so to speak that causes me to have you know more pain or something because of arthritis or whatever right exactly so the whole point of an elimination diet like i said whole 30 is a fancy name for an elimination diet and an elimination diet eliminates all potential allergens like, and not even just aller- allergens, but um, it eliminates any and all food that could cause a problem for people. Stuff like corn, soy, wheat, dairy, like, I mean, it, the list of foods that you can't eat gets reduced dramatically, dramatically. 
to the foods that are known to be really kind of, for lack of a better word, hypoallergenic, the foods that are really neutral and safe from, uh, from an allergy or intolerance perspective. Now, the re in, the, in the professional nutrition and dietitian world, we use elimination diets when people are having like massive, um, usually when people are having massive like gut issues, like an irritable bowel syndrome, irritable bowel disease, Crohn's, um, which is also known as ulcerative colitis and things like that. Though that's, or if someone's having just a really bizarre reaction that nothing else has explained yet. Like they're maybe they got some very, very weird rash and the dermatologist can't figure it out. They might as a, as a final attempt to try an elimination diet. And the whole point of an elimination diet is you eliminate all of these foods so that your system is totally cleansed of these foods. And then most people, here's the thing. Most people feel a ton better, Diane. It's not just you. And <laughs> I would argue the reason most people feel a lot better is because they're not, it's not even about the, the, corn and wheat and soy that they eliminated it's just that they their diet not saying this is you diane but for a lot of people their diet was just pure crap beforehand and then now they're eating tons of vegetables and lean meats and all of these foods that are just really great and they're like man i feel so much better it must be dairy or it must be wheat no maybe it was just the fact that you were eating hamburgers and drinking coca-cola every night or something or pizza you know whatever so again not saying you diane but for a lot of people. So my point is the whole point of Whole30 or any elimination diet, you eliminate all these foods. And then like Diane said, for it to work properly, you have to reintroduce foods one at a time to see how it makes you feel. Ooh, I reintroduced dairy last night and I had terrible gas all day today, whatever. Oh, I reintroduced wheat and man, my joints have been hurting all week long. I'm just making stuff up guys, whatever. And when you reintroduce these one at a time, you will see how it impacts your body. That's great. That's huge. This is a tool. An elimination diet is a tool that dietitians and nutrition scientists use to figure out what foods people have some sort of sensitivity to. Now, here's what, here's what you're not told <laughs> is, number one, some of those foods that are triggering problems can be due to what's called leaky gut syndrome. And leaky gut can heal itself. So I've known people, matter of fact, this happened with my wife about mm, 10 or 12 years ago. Something was bothering her. And I don't remember what the symptom was. I don't remember if it was gastrointestinal issues or what it was. Something was bothering her. So we said, let's, let's kind of do an elimination. And so we did that. And it was, we discovered it might've been maybe not even gluten necessarily, but just wheat. So she kept wheat out for about, two weeks, three weeks. And then she began to reintroduce it slowly with small amounts. Stacy and Megan, I see your raised hand. I don't think you're just giving me a high five. I think it's a raised hand. So I'll, I'll get there in just a second. So after two or three weeks, it, it was like her system was able to heal itself, the leaky gut syndrome, whatever. There was never a diagnosis. But what I do know is that after two or three weeks, her system was then able to tolerate wheat and she had no problems. So my point is, is that Diane or anyone, unless you have a, a massive, like typically gastrointestinal issue, like irritable bowel syndrome, irritable bowel disease, colitis, Crohn's disease, unless you have something like that, that is an ongoing, consistent, severe problem. If it's just minor stuff, when you eliminate these foods, 
and then you bring something back and you figure out what might be a, tr for lack of a better word, a trigger food, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a trigger food the rest of your life. It could be a short term and you make it to a place where you can eat that trigger food again. And then here's the other thing that people don't realize with Whole30 or any elimination diet. Okay, let's say that it is wheat. Let's say that wheat causes you to be a little more bloated than usual or wheat causes you to have a little more pain in your knees than you normally have. Whatever. Again, I'm making things up. Are you really not going to eat wheat the rest of your life? Like, is that, is that, is that seriously realistic? Is the problem severe enough that you're going to cut out wheat, that you're never going to have a, another regular pizza or hamburger bun, or you're never going to have another piece of whole wheat bread? Like, and if the problem's severe enough, then yeah, you'll cut that out. You know, there are, pe there are people who have celiac disease and if they eat wheat, they usually have diarrhea nonstop and it is, okay. it's terrible. And so they'll cut out wheat and it's totally worth it. But for most people, if it's like, man, I noticed when I have dairy, I get a sniffly nose. If they love milk, if they love dairy, it's probably not worth it for them to cut out. So number one, I don't mean to pick on Whole30, but part of the reason is because people view it as a weight loss tool. And that's not at all what it's meant for. It is a medical tool to help people determine like trigger foods that are causing problems with their body. Number one. Number two, Elimination diets are incredibly difficult, probably the most difficult diet to do because it's so restrictive. Therefore, they're only used with people who have severe ongoing issues, like I've listed. Number three, if the issue isn't severe enough, there's a good chance that it's not even going to be worth it to keep that food out. Number four, I can go on and on. Number four, even if somebody doesn't do that severe of a diet, if they just ate less sugar and they ate more vegetables and they ate more whole foods, they'd go, man, I feel like a whole lot better. You don't, you don't have to go to that extreme to feel better. That's what I'm saying. For most people, they don't get it. Like the only reason they, they think Whole30 is magical is because it made them feel better. When in reality, you could feel better. You probably could feel better with a whole lot less. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I feel better now, but um, just doing what I've done, which is, you know, minimal, I guess, in the scheme of things. And, and think about but it. I, I mean, it's not minimal. And it's, I mean, give yourself credit. You've made great changes, Diana. You've been super self-honest and I salute you and it's wonderful. But compared to Whole30, how, how not restrictive is what you're doing now compared to Whole30? Oh, this is a walk in the park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like this is actually doable, you know? Yeah, um, I have one more question about the Whole30, because for a long time, I I kept it out of my diet, because for whatever reason, they just seemed, you know, uh, and it was, for it's, I guess it's a preservative, carinogen, you know what I'm talking about? Carrageenan. It's basically, it's, it's in like pretty much any yeah. pre-made uh, protein drink or anything that needs like i guess to it's it's a it gum like a it's, thickener it's a thickening agent it's a gum yeah okay um and so i mean it's nearly impossible to find uh, like a protein drink that doesn't have it so um eventually i you know just kind of quit worrying about it and uh 
I just didn't know what it was. Except they were like real big on, you know, whatever you do, don't, you know, at least cut that out or whatever. When you reintroduced, when you reintroduced it, did you notice the difference? Um, no, I don't think I really did. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, if I now I will say that whenever I initially, uh, you know, part of the whole thirty is it doesn't have any dairy at all. So, um, whenever I reintroduced dairy, initially, I think I felt like joints hurt more. Um, but I mean, I don't drink a lot of dairy, but the protein drink that I have, I, I'm not sure if it's non-dairy or not, to be honest. It's a fair, uh, it's fair life. That's protein, su- super dairy. Fair Life is a cow company. Uh, well, that's what I thought. So I was thinking, I, except I think they don't, I think they're lactose free, but I don't think, but I, but I do think they're made with milk. So, um, but you know, sometimes it, those protein drinks will say that they're dairy free, even though they seem kind of like maybe they have milk in them. But um, well, well, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. We're talking about two completely different things here. So let, just, just let's be clear. Dairy-free protein shakes are made from uh, vegetable protein sources. Right. Uh, there's, there's only, there's only. Well, I say there's only. There is beef protein powder, but that tastes terrible, and you very, very rarely find it. There's vegetable protein powder, and then there's almost everything else is is dairy-based, whether it's whey, casein, um, or any like there's whey concentrate, whey isolate. Um, hydrolysate, there's casein and all different versions of casein, but those are the two proteins that are in dairy. You're getting the lactose part mixed up with dairy. You can have a dairy protein and they'll put the lactase enzyme in it and then they can say lactose free and it's a pure dairy based product. They're just putting the enzyme in that digest the lactose so you don't have to. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's, I was just curious. About yeah, it. and and with with carrageenan, carrageenan is a gum. It's a thickening agent, and there's other ones. There's guar gum, guys. There's all kinds of food additives, and if you go down that rabbit hole, it will drive you freaking crazy. Because then it's like, should I eliminate this? Should I cut that out? Oh my gosh, what about this? Oh, this is killing me. Oh, this may be causing. Like, it it'll it'll drive you nuts, and that's why we I try to simplify this process as much as possible because. Even like for Diane and for all of us, like even just doing the simple stuff and not going down the rabbit hole of carrageenan and, you know, all these other preservatives and additives, it's tough enough just to do the simple stuff consistently, much less going down that other rabbit hole. That's why I say there has to be a severe ongoing issue, because if it's not severe, we're not motivated enough to do it, you know, like, so does that help, Diane? Yes. Yes. And I didn't realize that I, um, I'm glad you shared because now I know that I, evidently I, I mean, I'm, I'm well, this seems like there's, <laughs> it seems like there's a, a lot worse diets out there, but you know, <laughs> than that well, one. <laughs> well, I, yeah, no, it's whole 30. It's, 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 again, it's not that it's a quote unquote bad diet. It's that 
it was never meant to be used as a lifestyle. It was never meant right. to be used for weight loss. That's my problem with it. It would be like, it would be like if somebody were selling a bicycle to, they were marketing a bicycle to pull a, a, a boat or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, like take your boat to the lake with this bicycle. What? Like, or use this shovel to eat your cereal. What? Like a shovel's not for eating cereal. A shovel's for digging in your yard. A spoon is to eat cereal. And so it's the whole whole30 has been hijacked. And again, I don't know if some marketers were behind the scenes going, oh my gosh, guys, if we give this a really cool name, man, it could make us a bunch of money. I don't know if that was the case or I don't know if they had pure intentions of going, let's, let's introduce let's introduce the masses to this concept of an elimination diet, but let's give it a better name and let's help people figure out what foods are really triggering them. I don't know which one it was. I don't know if it was originally had shady marketing to it when it shouldn't have, or if they had pure intentions and then the weight loss mob, the weight loss culture just hijacked it. But it's not that it's bad or unhealthy or wrong. It's just it's never meant for weight loss and it is not meant as a lifestyle. It's meant to help you learn things and then choose whether or not you want to continue, you know, following those things. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Thank uh, you for asking. And so, and, so be, and so you don't really think the carinogen is necessarily this big, deep, dark, evil ingredient. I think, I think there's a bunch of stuff in our food that's potentially big, big, deep, dark, evil things. Like the, what I would be way more concerned about than carrageenan is artificial colors. If half the artificial colors that are used in American food are banned in other countries because they're, because they've been shown to probably have some funky side effects and we just suck mm -hmm. them down and we feed them to our kids and they're little brightly colored Gatorade. Here's little Johnny come off the soccer field and drink this neon green Gatorade. How the freak did they get neon green? But we're not worried about that. We're worried about dairy and carrageenan and stuff like that, you know? So yeah, like again, for Diane, for all of us, if we go down the rabbit hole, there's a crap ton of stuff in our food that could be evil. But we don't think before we eat a huge piece of pie or a donut, wait a minute, this sugar is evil. <laughs> Because too much, too much sugar is just as bad or worse than any artificial coloring or carrageenan or artificial sweetener or anything like that. Too much, too much refined sugar is literally poison to your body, literally. And but yet we want to go down. And I'm not, I'm not blasting you, Diane. You know I love you and I think you're wonderful. We this is like a society. This is a culture problem. We want to get lost in the weeds and go down the rabbit hole of all these other things with weird names that we don't know. So we can point the finger at them, but we don't want to point the finger at our chocomoca froca latte from Starbucks that has 170 grams of sugar in it. Because don't you dare take that away from me. You see what I'm saying? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, you know, except whenever I was, and I don't know why I couldn't do it, why I had such a hard time doing it, uh, whenever I was trying to get off the creamer, because whenever I was doing Whole30, I drank black coffee. Mm. I mean, you know, that, you know, that was, I mean, you couldn't even, because you can't use any sweeteners either, so. I think part of the reason you were able to do that is because there was a finish line, Diane. 
maybe so. <laughs> yeah, like you, even though you didn't realize it, you knew going in, okay, I'm going to grip my teeth and I'm going to drink black coffee for 30 days and whew, thank God, then I could put my creamer back in. When you came into this program, we didn't say that. We weren't like, hey, just do this for 30 days. We were, we were like, hey, let's start beginning, you know, working to change this a little bit. And it's like, ah, what? Like, that's crazy. I'm telling you guys, that's why people love weight loss challenges. Even though they don't want to admit it, there's a finish line and they go, okay, I'll white knuckle it. I'll do this for the next four weeks and then I can go back to life. And that is never a recipe for long-term success. Diane, you got me fired up tonight. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> no, no, it's, 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 it's good. Because, well, I, I say it's good. You guys may think it's not good, but these are the things, Diane, that as someone who's been doing this for 20 years and I've coached and counseled countless people. And then there's always people that just, I hear talking that don't know what I do for a living. And I hear them talking, um, you know, and like, these are the things that drive me nuts. And these are the things that just make me want to pull my hair out because it's so, it's such a distracted, misguided effort to achieve better health and weight loss. You know, I'm not saying that you're distracted or misguided. I'm talking about all these various things that we're talking about, you know, the evil food additives and the, you know, the, the diet industry and the way they market stuff, all that kind of stuff. So, so thank you for giving me a chance to vent. <laughs> you are so welcome. <laughs> I hope that's awesome. helpful for, any, for anybody else that was listening. And I hope that was helpful for you. Now, as we wrap up, just a quick reminder before I sign off about the free live upcoming Q&A class that I'm doing. It's on Thursday, April 14th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Go to everybodyhatesdiets.com because everybody does hate diets and dieting and all the miserable crap that comes along with it. Go to that website to register and then mark it on your calendar. And please understand, look guys, this is not some like standard webinar where you sit through an hour of someone trying to convince you to buy their product, hoping that they maybe will look over the chat box because you have a question and then it didn't get answered. No, 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 no. That's not what this is. This is going to be a live interactive class where I explain what I call the diet trap that leads to a 97% failure rate when it comes to losing weight. And then I'll outline a totally different method, a different approach to losing weight that leads to a better relationship with food, a better relationship with yourself, true long-term success, like where you lose weight and actually don't gain it back, and maybe the best part, more confidence in yourself and in your body. I'm going to tell you the step-by-step process that I use to coach my clients inside my Inner Circle Coaching Group, and I will answer all of your questions live. That may be one of the best and funnest, most fun, whatever. It'll be really fun. That's one of the best parts. There's no food or workout or supplement or weight loss topic that is off limits, so bring it. This class is 100% free, and like I said, it will be live. We will be hanging out together. You've got nothing to lose. Just go to everybodyhatesdiets.com. You guys are the best. Can't wait to see you on April 14th. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.